welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And I'm your host, Craig Faye. And this week we are doing audience choice, baby. It's audience choice. And we are covering We're the Millers, because why the fuck not? Yeah. So a movie that we're like, who would remember this like mid-tier, yeah. late to like 2013 <laughs> comedy? It's like, that's like, and then audience choice. It was overwhelming. Like 70% of the vote was like, do this movie. And I was like, I don't remember this movie. Okay, so I kind of remember. I was like, okay, I remember this movie being, like you said, mid-tier. Like, I was yeah. like, this was a movie. This happened. <laughs> I watched it. I had. I felt like I had no hard opinions on it. And now on this rewatch, I'm like... Oh, like some of these scenes seem like they were just written by like a sentient penis. I don't like, I don't <laughs> just like, it kind of feels like it's just some of these scenes. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Like, yeah. I don't know. Just like some of them are funny. Like, I, I'm not going to say this movie's totally trash, but there was just like some scenes in it where I was like, I wish I could unwatch this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or that it could speed up more or like, I was or, like, or we, we just didn't have this scene. Yeah. Like, could we just get this done quickly and move on to the next thing? Like, ah. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. And to me, it sort of felt like it just kind of jumped around from like set piece to set piece being like, wouldn't it be funny if there was a situation where this exactly. Happened? Wouldn't it be funny if there was a situation where this happened? And like the characters aren't consistent between those. So it just feels like slightly disjointed. I don't yes. know. Yeah. It feels disjointed. It feels kind of weird. Yeah, you're right. It feels like it's jumping from comedy scene to comedy scene. And I would say that I don't necessarily subscribe to all of the comedy. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if this was for me. You know what I mean? To be fair, I'm like, I don't think this was marketed for me. Like, No, no. And I don't think a, I'm the target audience of this movie. And not the worst movie I've watched for the podcast. No, 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 but certain, by far not the best. Yes. Yeah, like, just I, exactly what I expected. Mid-tier, mm, mm. fine. I don't even know. Like, I think it was a little less <laughs> mid-tier than I remember it being, I would say. Fair enough, fair There enough. was just a couple of scenes that really put me off the pudding where I was like, I don't know if we need to <laughs> But in the same token, I'm like, when I was a teen, I'd probably watch that and be like, oh, ha, 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 so True. funny, like, ugh. whatever. Anyway, so if you guys haven't seen, if you haven't seen this movie, I'm going to try and describe, because like, as Craig pointed out, this is kind of just jumping from scene to comedy scene. So I'm probably going to jump over a few scenes here. I'm going to give you like really just quickly what the baseline of this movie is about. And then once we get into everything, we'll jump into specific scenes and what have you. But uh, core storyline is we have, um, we have David. Uh, so we have David uh, who is a drug dealer. He is, he used to drill <laughs> deal drugs in high school. He still does it now. He's an asshole. He kind of bums around. He doesn't really do a lot. He just kind of sells drugs, chilling. Um, then we have, uh, we've got Rose, she, uh, Jennifer Aniston, uh, she is a stripper at a bad job. She doesn't like her boss there. They keep pushing. He keeps pushing the boundaries. She really wants to quit. She's also getting evicted from her place. Um, we have, uh, Kenny, the neighbor, he's a young 18 year old boy. Um, and then Casey, who is, um, a, a homeless, uh, young adult, or youth. I don't know. I don't think they really. I think they, they go over that. Say she, where her age they, is. they don't say where her age is. She's older than the 18 year old for sure. Uh, that's all we know. <laughs> <laughs> that's all we know. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, so uh, she's getting. So Casey's getting into trouble in the streets. Um, Kenny intervenes. David steps in because uh, he likes can he's kind of like forced into it and then these kids steal all of his money and his drugs. So he's fucked. He goes to his boss and his boss is basically like, "Listen, we can wipe this slate clean. I will even pay you if you go pick up just a smidge, just a just a little just a kiss of marijuana from Mexico. Tell them my name's Pablo. They don't like selling to white guys. Don't worry about it." David gets this idea that if I if he goes over the border with what he what's a family, then he is much less likely to get caught. So he recruits Rose, Casey, and Kenny to go with him 
and they all say yes for some re- all different reasons. And like Casey's getting a thousand dollars, Rose is getting thirty thousand, and Kenny is just here <laughs> for no reason <laughs> other than he just was looking for an adventure, I guess. Anyway, they get over the border, they get the drugs, seemingly no problem, which really surprises his boss, him, everybody. They get, they leave. Problem, problem, problem at the border. They meet a DEA, a, a former DEA agent. Uh, their their RV breaks down because uh, they had to pick up an RV over the border. They are then being chased by uh, the real Pablo, who was supposed to go pick up the drugs, and realizes that uh, uh, David's boss has kind of hoodwinked them, and now they're going to hunt down these drugs which culminates in the DEA agent arresting him and for some reason David getting away with fucking nothing because why not? (laughs) And then there's like literally, I would say, 15 of the most sexually gross scenes I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's, it's, it's up there. Yep. Did I miss anything, Um, Bane? (laughs) No, I guess there's a certain point where like, they uh, the 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 kid Kenny gets bit by a tarantula and they have to like hang around for a minute. There's a lot um, of like this back and forth of like oh you know like or they're acting like a family are they feeling like a family right, that's like kind of the, the but it also just it. feels kind of like uh, not there. <laughs> Yes. It's just like every scene feels so unearned when it's about that. Yes, 100%. Like, <laughs> and I'm going to get into that so hard, Rebecca. I mean, so unearned. It's, anyway, yeah, <laughs> it, you don't need to be a family. You don't, it's like, yeah. So, but before we get into that, who do you think is the key villain here? Because I, I think there's a, there's a couple different layers of villains that we have here. Well, that's the problem. Okay. So, I, I would, first of all, just like to make the argument that literally every person in this movie is a villain. Sure. <laughs> um, ever, I don't think there's a thing other than I would say, um, just in my opinion, not in the movie's opinion, but the DEA agent and his wife and that family. They're, the movie's opinion is like they are not the villain. Yes. Or yeah. like in my opinion, they're not. Uh, uh, in, right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. They would be the nicest, most put together people in this movie. I would argue everybody else is <laughs> real bad. Yeah. So, like, definitely. So, uh, Brad Girdlinger, which is uh, definitely David's him. boss. So, he's the played by Ed Helms. Yes. Um, actually, the cast of this is fucking fantastic. Stupid. Stupid good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the D, yeah. It's uh, Don and Eddie uh, Fitzgerald, Nick Offerman, and Catherine Hahn. Like, Catherine Hahn. I want to watch uh, Catherine Hahn be a sexually repressed crazy person in every movie. Yes. <laughs> I love she fucking nails, nails it. that. Nails it. Nails it. Um also just a quick side with that. Like with this cast, like if you watch the credits, there's like some, you know, oh, here's the goofs and everything like uh, that. It's like all of these look like so much more fun than uh, the movie yeah. itself. Like like Jennifer Aniston, Jason mm-hmm. Sudeikis, Nick Offerman, Catherine Hahn, Ed Helms. You're like, yeah, put me in a fucking, uh, fucking scene with those people and let them fucking goof around. Yeah, just let it happens. ride. Um, that would be a fun set, and I don't think the movie's as fun as mm. like that would be, you know. But um, so I think uh, anyway, uh, he's definitely a villain. Brad's a, a villain. Um, I'm also gonna say that in my. I think the movie even thinks that David is a bit of a villain in this yeah. for not having like the oh don't you realize we're a family now we're all oh, good no you know mm. no Mm-mm. no no and that no is once the- we're back over the border I ditch every one of those people. oh yes <laughs> thank you so I'm gonna okay I'm just gonna say it right now yeah, okay. which is like they're all giving him shit because. Um, they're at a carnival, right? And and like he's like, we need to be. Here. I'm gonna make half a million dollars if I can get these drugs to my boss yes. um, in time. But it's got to be there by tonight. And they're like, but but you can't just leave her. I think it was Casey. Yeah, Casey, yeah. who just like fucked off to the carnival. And he's like, absolutely can. Rebecca, I love you. You're one of my best friends ever. Yeah, I would leave you at a carnival for $500,000 in the blink of an eye. <laughs> and I hope you would do the same. Absolutely, dude. If we were close enough to shore, I'd push you into the ocean. <laughs> I, yeah, man. If I could see shore, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, Absolutely, yeah. get out. 
body, yeah. zip. Right, because <laughs> no. of all the places, like, I'd be like... Buddy, I'm going to cut you in, though. I'm going to cut you in. If there's fucking corn dogs here, Rebecca's doing fine. <laughs> you know, like, like nah, man. in the middle of a desert with no water mm. and, like, fuck is, uh, you know, maybe. Craig, I would leave you in your least favorite place in the world. I don't even care. Yeah. <laughs> I do not care. I will cut you in. Okay. <laughs> but we're going. I will, I will turn around afterwards and be like, what was your price? <laughs> <laughs> What is the price of your friendship right now? Exactly. But, yeah. But man. also, we would never be in that situation because you'd be like, Craig, don't fuck around in the carnival. We got $500,000 to make right now. I? And I would be, I mean, you know me, I'd be an efficient road trip partner. That's yes. <laughs> I love that. When he's like, well, he doesn't want to renegotiate. They want to renegotiate. And then he's like, okay, fine. Mm. I'll pay you guys more. And she was just like, it's not about that anymore. <laughs> it's like, how is it literally not about that? <laughs> it's been, what, like three days you've been together. Oh. And okay, let me, let me, because this also bothered me, right? <laughs> and I want to know your opinion on this, because I might be totally wrong. All right. That point where, so, one, the deal changes about halfway through, right? I think he's trying, he's making like 100000 Yes. at the beginning. He cuts in uh, uh, rows for, what, three? No, 30000 I. Th- I it's think it goes up first. to 30, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Casey, Casey gets, gets a thousand. thousand. And uh, Kenny just didn't bother to ask for money. He's just like, let's do this. Okay. So, because you sometimes see this in comedy, right? Or you yeah. sometimes see this in like arts and things like that, where someone contacts you and they go, here's the gig, here's the details, yeah. here's what it pays. Mm. And then you go, okay, that sounds good. And then when they find out how much the the person who hired them is making, there's a big freak out, mm-hmm. right? And in my mind, I'm kind of like, and in this situation particularly, I was like, you had all the information. Like, uh, okay, you know I'm what I mean? I kind of disagree with you here. Okay, and okay. I figured you would. But, but, but <laughs> I'll just finish my point, which okay. is you had all the information, you agreed to the gig, yep. and you knowing what the gig was, and you agreed for your payment. I don't think that finding out that someone else is making more later necessarily like you okay. were clearly fine with that as a deal for yourself when you agreed to it right if everything used okay <laughs> if all of the points you had there were accurate to this movie i would 100% agree with you okay but in my in my opinion we did not know the job fully. Okay, mm. because there were a lot of, because this is why he gets paid more because he starts talking about hazard pay. He's like, listen, like I'm getting like shot at. I'm getting like, this should be more money because this okay. is a lot more than I signed up for. And it's definitely a lot more than those three people signed up for. Absolutely. Okay. So in my opinion, it's kind of like you, you've given me a gig. You've told me I get $300 on this gig, right? I've got to do 20 minutes, do whatever I want. No worries. I show up to this gig, everybody's in suits. I've been told it has to be clean and I can't use contractions. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I need to be paid more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you, you can't use contractions. <laughs> it's such a funny example. Just be like, I don't know, but these suits fucking hate them. <laughs> I know, but you know what I mean? It's like the, 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 the terms and conditions were a lot different when I arrived. You're like, I can't do this. It's cannot. <laughs> yeah, bitch. <laughs> like I, uh, 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 okay. That's fair. That's fair. Because you're right. By the time that it comes to renegotiation, a they lot have of been, other shit they has have happened. been shot at. They have I'm going to say, whatever. I'm going to make the argument yeah. that they should get more money for sure. However, <laughs> it could also be argued that the they have completed their job. They that like once they are so so Rose, Kenny, and Casey are all basically hired as camouflage. Yes, right to get them across the border, and they're not going to be suspected because they're a mm-hmm. loving family. Once you are across the border, I'm sorry, you're useless. You you serve. <laughs> No extra purpose in this, right? It's not like we need to get back here with all four of you. It's no, but I, I would make the argument once you hire or hire, quote unquote, uh, three people that have zero money, like zero dollars, <laughs> you yeah. do have to get them back there. <laughs> <laughs> that 
is the problem with hiring people that have no money. That is true. That is <laughs> you true. do have to get them back to location in a sense. But I do agree with you. I would absolutely leave them at the corner carnival. Like yeah. no question I would leave them. And I'd be like, I'm coming back. <laughs> be like, listen, it's four hours out for I'm a, I'm gonna do an all nighter or whatever. I'm gonna do an all nighter. Can you kill eight hours at Can you, a carnival? Yes, at a carnival or whatever. Okay, <laughs> if you know you're gonna get like I don't know fifty grand at the end or what have you, I'll come pick you up in a car. <laughs> That's not loaded. Yeah, down yeah with I'll weed. just drop off this RV. We'll we'll all be done with it. <laughs> yeah. Or here's forty bucks. Grab a bus back. Yes, I have never, I, I don't think I would ever be transporting something illegal and be like, let's just hang out a bit longer. <laughs> no, speed limit that yeah. shit all the way. Whip through a couple drive throughs you know, just <laughs> yeah, just get the, our domes on some cameras, you know. Like, yeah, a few <laughs> drive throughs where, like, where you're like not really too sure how tall the RV is and you're like, oh, I'm sure it's fine. And yes. you get all fucking jammed up in the drive through and then, you know. Yes. They got you on camera. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, uh, that's good to know that we would leave each other. Oh, and, absolutely. And yeah, because it's a business arrangement. Yes. And that's the other thing I don't get about this movie. It's like, but we're getting along so well. You're not. It's been three days. It's about the drugs, man. Yes. I'll. I also sometimes when I watch um, like friendships form like this in movies, I feel so sad for the characters because I'm like, have you guys never experienced basic friendship before? <laughs> like there's something. Do you know what I mean? Where It's like they're all singing along to a song and it's just like, oh, yeah. Wow. Look at us be together as human beings. And I'm like, yeah, this happens all the time. <laughs> it happens all the time. I, and, what are you I, talking about? That's the thing. I wouldn't even classify that as friendship yeah i would be like these are acquaintances i've spent time with mm -hmm. these were like like honestly if i was on this road trip dr drugs aside right drugs aside drugs aside but just like <laughs> hey we're gonna fly down to mexico yeah four of us are gonna hop in an rv and we're gonna drive back up to i think colorado i don't even think you would agree to do that trip with me <laughs> With you? Yeah, you'd be like, going out of Mexico for three. This sounds very suspicious. It would, like, no, it would sound very <laughs> suspicious. But let's say there was a good reason, right? Like okay. uh, like a road trip to like uh, uh, from Toronto to fucking Winnipeg or something. You know what I mean? With wow. four people in a car. Sold, bro. Right? <laughs> I'm not That's the worst trip I've ever heard of. It's terrible. <laughs> but... Winnipeg! I could, I'm just trying to think of something that's no, like the know, same I'm distance, so you know? It's uh, just Winnipeg kills me as yeah, a location. A, yeah, the, okay, Winnipeg to Toronto. There hey, we you go. you want to go feel cold and hatred <laughs> for a while? Let's get out to Winnipeg. <laughs> Jesus. But it is certainly not, so it's not you, but if it was just three other people, mm. right, that I like didn't really know, I would be fine on that road trip. And then I would probably avoid talking to those people if I saw them in a grocery store. <laughs> that's that like you're like oh yeah. they've never felt friendship and that's actually the level that i think they're all at yeah like maybe rose maybe rose and uh uh david a little bit like because they, mm, they clearly yes. have some past like they, they've been living in the same they also have very like similar senses of hue. like there's a there's more i would say that bond those two characters right where it's kind of like yeah they they both have this like really sick, over-sexualized sense of humor, which yeah, I, I I kind of I think their friendship is the most believable. Yeah, I think uh, uh, Casey is probably the one I'm like, who are you even as a character? I don't understand why you're here. I don't understand what you contribute. Um, nope, it's very strange that she, even as she as a character is involved in this. Definitely. Right? Her, even, yeah, Kenny, even, I'm like, I. Yeah. And there's a scene where they're flying down at the beginning, mm -hmm. and he's just like, oh, well, I don't think we're going to be able to pull this off without Rose, who's like decided not to come mm -hmm. or whatever. Cause like the kids are <laughs> weird and mouthy. And it's like the flight attendants getting kind of suspicious about them. I'm like, first of all, they just acted like teenagers. Yes. A teenage girl saying something snarky when her dad is like, Hey, this is my lovely daughter, and she's like, "Fuck off!" <laughs> like, 
I'd be like, yeah, you're, Checks a, out. you're a family. Sit down. Get out of the aisle. If anything, I would find the praying in the back way creepier. I'd be like, Much oh, my creepier. God, get these people off the flight. This is a no, terrorist no, no, no. threat. Yes, no, 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 no. Nope, not tasting good. I don't like it. Get out of here. Get out of here. That was so lovely. Unless you're praying to the god of aerodynamics. Get the fuck out of <laughs> yeah. Jesus is not keeping this plane aloft. Mm. It's uh, it's the hardworking maintenance staff at United Airlines. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Maintaining oh, those jet engines and lifting surfaces. You're the true heroes of this movie. Anyway, airline we, safety, everybody. I think we absolutely... Well, we have to talk about our drug dealers. Because yeah. those are our main villains, right? Sure. I would argue those are our main yeah, villains. Yeah, like the, the Mexican drug lord. Yes, and right. even uh, Ed Helms. Like, okay, yeah, enough. I would say both definitely. Um, I would say I'm much more Team Pablo than Team Ed Helms. Yeah, <laughs> because first of all, so um, what is Ed? It doesn't matter. Ed. <laughs> it, it's Ed Helms. It's Ed Helms. It's Ed okay. Helms. Okay. Um, so Ed tricks uh, David into going down. He has no intention of paying him. He told him that they were expecting him, and this was my name is Pablo. Just tell him that I'm Pablo, and like whatever. Um, risk his life, like risk everybody's lot. Well, I guess he didn't know other people were going because that's sure. a weird choice. But <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck about this guy. I mean, I if I'm a drug dealer, I kind of get that because that guy's like, oh, somebody stole all my drugs and money. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Also, what drug dealer has all of his money on him? You're a terrible drug dealer. Yeah, yeah, that's legit. You're a terrible drug dealer. Yeah, because he he said all the drugs got stolen. Fine. Yep. Um, the cash he had on hand, mm-hmm. I understand that's gone. But like he had twenty two thousand in savings just stored in cash in his apartment. I mean, that's no. Gotta, yeah, how come, like you tell me, Ed Helms. Ed Helms has it figured out. Ed Helms in this movie has a fucking orca in a tank behind his office. <laughs> like he's making yes. he's making bank. You telling me that guy doesn't have a money guy? You know, yeah. it's gonna cost you fifteen percent, but it's gonna be deposited in your bank account as Or you, you should know. just do what all servers do. Or not all servers, but like I know a lot of ser- uh like people that would work at golf courses or make a lot of cash in any way. Um, you just get a lockbox. Well, I'm, it, wasn't, a, it wasn't a lockbox in his apartment, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you get a lockbox at a bank. Oh, shit. At a bank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's And you great. just store the cash in the bank. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I think when you're bringing in the amount of money he's bringing in, you need a money guy. I guess. You know? Because here's the thing. is is I, I, I hear, And here's where I think Ed Helms is real shitty about this. So first of all, yes, he's setting him up to be murdered mm-hmm. by a Mexican drug dealer. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> it's like, that's bad. Ooh. But also, um, but here's here's the first injustice uh, that he serves, right? Okay. Which is that clearly these two guys have been working together for a long time. Mm. Um, he says that this isn't college anymore, right? So like he knows that they've been working together. They've been working together since college. Okay, yeah. Right? And clearly... David Jason Sudeikis is a producer for him. You know what I mean? Like if he's mm-hmm. got that much, if he's holding on to that many drugs, if he's holding, if he's clearing that much money, that he's got like twenty two grand sold up. Like he's not this fly by night teenage drug dealer. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's he's a producer, um, reliable guy. And I, I I know it's like criminal underworld and all the rest, but you don't just like throw that guy under a bus because he's had one fucking hiccup. Because he got jacked by some guys who took all his money, you know? Yeah. There's a fucking repayment plan. There's a loan. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't think you get an orca if you let bitches slip. (laughs) (laughs) I'm talking about building a reliable team here, you know? Like, if you, it's like, if he's had a decade of good work under him, Mm -hmm. right? Never missed a payment. Never done this. Always count the counts. Always right. The you know the drugs are always weighed the right right way. You know what I mean. Nothing ever goes missing. Nobody ever slips. You're not extending anybody credit that they're not due. Uh, sorry, man, but that's kind of you know cost to do in business. Is sometimes your guys might get jacked or they might 
you know, get yeah. things stolen from them. And you don't cut that guy off right away. Nah. You know? I'm not saying you let 43 grand slide. I'm saying there's a repayment plan here. There's a you work it off mm-hmm. for me. And 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 I think the drug smuggling is a fair work off, but like to set him up for it's it's he's gonna die or he's gonna go do this. And I think that's I don't think you you breed loyalty that way. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's not how fair. I would run my drug empire. <laughs> You should write a book, Craig. <laughs> how, to do, how to run a drug empire. <laughs> Human resources in a drug empire business. How to how to get loyalty by Craig Fine. Yeah, yep. I can see that. I think I think you would sell copies. <laughs> but you're focused more on the fact that he decided not to be killed. Yes, I was really, <laughs> really focused on that. <laughs> I also just think, um, and even beyond that, I would say, Holding an orca in captivity is one of the worst things you can do. And it's pretty mean, yeah. It's so mean. It's not good. Okay. <laughs> I know that's such a side thing. It's such like a one second blip. But in my head, I was like, you can't fucking do that, dude. That dorsal fin's going to flop. SeaWorld's like, gotten in shit for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, you can't. What? You can't no, <laughs> cage these majestic bees. <laughs> Anyway, I would agree with you. That is the thing I had the most problems with in this movie is the the captive orca. Mm. Free Shamu, everybody. I'm just saying. Um, so on to uh, the main, well, I would call him the main drug dealer, uh, yeah. Pablo. So he, okay. I mean, I get this man's actions. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Somebody shows up to your house. Yeah. Takes, gives them your, your name, your shit. Okay. Yeah, you got to track that guy down. Somebody yeah. made you go over the border? Oh, yeah. No. No, an international uh <sighs> an international trip to just sort bullshit out is uh, got that sounds like business the, bullshit? Business no. bullshit? Like business I've got to go to Oh, I hate that. I've got I'm like trying to track down a check right now that I'm owed and I'm just like this is the fucking worst. This is like now I've got to do extra yeah. extra work calling people and following up and leaving voicemails because it's just lost somewhere. Also, I got to say it. I don't think his buddy there is going to be a great travel companion. I think they're sitting in silence in the car. The one-eyed guy? (laughs) Yeah. I think they're sitting in absolute silence. (laughs) But to his credit, that guy screwed up worse than Jason Sudeikis did. Oh, if you're talking about like which henchman fucked up more? Yeah. So this this guy, this one-eyed <laughs> okay. tough guy, right? Yeah. Lets these people into the compound, mm-hmm. gives them, I'm guessing, millions of dollars mm-hmm. worth of drugs. Yeah. Um, and lets them drive away with it. And then he's like, yo, this is the 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 white guy with the bad haircut that was supposed to pick up the drugs. Mm-hmm. And he goes, he is immediately like, I failed you, man. I failed you. I'm sorry. And he's like, that's fine. You're riding with me to come fix this. That's how you do an organization, baby. That's how you that's how you motivate people. That's true. He's very upset. He's like, look what you've done to my man. <laughs> like he's he's upset. Yeah, but he's like, fair. We need a code word. You know, mm. that's a it's on you, but it's a little on me too. Right? We should have yeah. been more have more instructions. Where this man's big error is is obviously when <laughs> Jennifer Aniston's like Show me, let me show you how much I'm worth alive. And then just oh, a well, very well choreographed striptease, oh, I will say. Abs- Listen, the sparks Jenna, and the Jennifer Aniston striptease in the 10 out of, like, she's super fucking hot. 10 out of 10. Like dousing herself in the eyewash station is yes, just yes, yes. a very, this it's all... a wonderful little detail. Uh, that's that's <laughs> funny and sexy. <laughs> Here's the thing. It doesn't make any fucking sense no, to me. It, it makes no sense. And that's what bought this is what I was talking about when I was like it feels like it was written by a penis. Yeah. Because like there's these scenes in this movie where I'm like, listen, I can kind of appreciate this or whatever, but sometimes I'm like, it feels like it's dropping from the sky. Yeah. I don't get it. And I'm like, okay, so like the scene with um Catherine Hahn and Jennifer and like when they're all in the tent and yeah. that happens, that makes sense to me. Okay. There was a logic line here. We got into your tent to steal your keys. They woke up. There's a certain vibe here. Obviously you've been so sexual the whole time. Okay. 
this is a misunderstanding that makes sense to me. Okay, that has led to like a comedic. Oh, like, you know, let's like be all sexy. Yeah, 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 let's be all sexy. Whatever. That was the limit tonight, and what have you. Okay, that's that makes sense to me. Stripping in front of a man that's about to kill you <laughs> to be like, this is how we. Yeah, because you <laughs> and that guy lets you because like and that guy lets you do it. It's like yeah, let's. <laughs> You know what this Mexican <laughs> drug lord with loads of money yeah. probably has no access to? Sexy women. Yeah, there's no way. <laughs> there's no way a man... Sure, I have all the power and money in the world, but what about the women? I... <laughs> I can't. No, you're absolutely right. It makes zero sense. It makes zero fucking sense. Now that we're on this topic, if I may, I would love to uh, jump into... My least favorite scene. Oh, I think I might know what this one is. Is it the scene where they're all making out together? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's wholly uncomfortable. Okay. Firstly, regardless of context, for me and my personal opinion, okay, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to yuck anybody's yum. Okay, I'm not trying to kink shame, but for me personally. This is a yuck. Okay, this is a absolute. The entire time I was watching that scene, I was like, "Make it go faster! Make it go faster! Make it go faster!" I was like, "Please, please, please, please!" Yeah, because stop it's, it sort of is set up by like um, eyebrows. Eyebrows, uh, <laughs> Kenny. Kenny <laughs> <laughs> from uh, uh, Son of Rambo. Though you call yeah. him eyebrows the whole time. Oh yeah, no, yeah. he is eyebrows. He is eyebrows. He's even called eyebrows by the, uh, the Google guy. actor eyebrows. Wow. He will come He's up. Be he will one. come up. <laughs> is like he meets uh, Catherine Hahn and uh, Nick Offerman's daughter. Yes, who's like cute. they're making eyes. Yeah, doesn't they're cute. To, yeah, they're both young, kiss, cute. Yeah, whatever. And then basically, uh, uh, Casey is just like, "Well, I'll show you how to kiss," which mm. is just like such a weird fucking thing. Then Jennifer Aniston comes in, is like, "This is what." And Jason Sudeikis is watching. It's very weird and uncomfortable. It's so gross to me. Like I just. Not not because it's like, oh, these people are supposed to be family, and if you see this, this is why this grosses you out. It's not at all it. It's we have two making out with an 18-year-old <laughs> back and forth, passing them back and forth. It's so weird to me. Like, I understand that everybody's like, what are you they're 18. Let that person's brain be done first. Okay. <laughs> These are my terms and conditions, okay? Your brain is not done yet. Don't mess with that person, okay? Unless you're that age. Right. I don't get it. I think over 30, all bets are off. You know what I mean? You're you're 31 and you want to date a 65-year-old? Fucking power to you. Under 30, I think not. <laughs> I absolutely, no. Yeah. No, these are the things. Because you got to get your brain done, and then you got to hang out in the new digs for a minute. <laughs> You got you got to feel out who you are, what you are, what's going on here, and then by thirty, you kind of you have some of this shit locked in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's just such a weird, yeah. it's such a weird move to be like, well, I'm gonna show you how to kill. Like, it's just like that. That is in no way uh, matches with Jennifer Aniston's character in like any other part of this movie, right? Like, like she's not, she's a because stripper, she's a, but yeah. she's not actually sexual or. You know, anything that doesn't like seem to be a core part of her personality. Exactly. So she's not going to be like, oh, here's an 18 year old kid who I've been hanging out with for two days. I'm just going to show it. like it's it's weird and it's gross. Yes. And it's like, yeah, yeah. If And I didn't need like I could have accepted Casey. I could have been like, yeah, ah, like, like I'd be like, ah, it's gross. Age, they get, they get like, caught. Ew, that's really gross. But it's like somebody said, you know, it's not enough, though. We got to amp it up. Wouldn't it be hot if? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right. Like when you're saying like this seems like it was written by a a, a penis where you go like, hey, wouldn't it be hot if the young boy got to make out with both his uh, both girls? Yeah. His mom and his sister. (laughs) (laughs) It's yeah. It just I hated I hated it. There's no need. There's. Yeah. And I was kind of like rooting for the young guy just to get together mm-hmm. with that other girl. I was like, well, that's a nice little thing that's yeah, going to happen cute. for you on this trip. Good for you. And then like that happens. You're like, well, this is weird. Yeah, because I kind of thought it was. I was like, David's giving him a bit of advice. Like, just count to three yeah. and do it. And it's kind of like, oh, like that's that was one of the more believable, nice yes. moments in the movie. 
and it was completely swept away by this disgusting mudslide. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not not my favorite either. No, 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 no. I, yeah, it's so funny. You're right. It, the characters seem to kind of flip-flop, and it doesn't really seem like anybody's super consistent. I would say maybe, maybe say Kenny is. He's pretty consistent through the movie. Yeah, he's kind of like naive. He's, he's naive, the... and he's nice, and he's got this like look on his face at all times, and yeah. I think he's pretty consistent, and I would also say like uh, uh, the DEA agent, his wife. Like, there's they're fairly consistent. Yes, yeah. but Jennifer Anderson, I couldn't get a hold on her. I was like, I don't know who you are. I don't get it. Right. And David's kind of same. I was like, you're a dirtbag that learns a lesson in the very last second of a movie. It's eh. like I guess we're family now, even though you're not really. You're just people. Yeah, who spend and the joke time is, together. is like they hate, so they get put into witness protection as a family, all together, all together, which would never wild, wild, wild. no, you just, know, because that's like a one and done. If you ever figure out where they're all at, they all use <laughs> their real names. <laughs> very true which is i don't think a thing that you do in witness i think they they give maybe you I new names. Be, yeah they give you i feel like they give you a new name i'm not 100 percent sure on that but i feel well, like yes. like so the millers definitely well first of all they're they're saying that they're the millers to drug dealers so mm. that's regardless of the fact that the, none of them are the millers that's what the drug dealers who are after them know them as <laughs> that is very true. Yeah. So like, don't put. I know because you know you can't end the mm -hmm. movie with them saying we're the Saworskis or whatever. Yeah. Like you can't. You're like, what? I thought the name of the movie was We're the Millers. But yeah, you would never be the same last name that the drug dealers know you. As. No. 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 <laughs> no. Yeah. Now I. <laughs> <can we? laughs> Can we talk about Weed Baby? <laughs> yeah, they kind of just that let that drop way too quick. So wild. Okay, again, another scene where I'm like, you're exp they are the worst liars, and all of their explanations, doesn't, they don't make any sense. They were like, oh, we got too into it. Da, 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 da. Like, it's a fake baby. So what happens is uh, one, of the, one of the bundles of weed falls into Jennifer Aniston's lap as they're going over the border and they're talking to this family beside them. And so she wraps it up and pretends it's a baby. Why anyone would ever do that is beyond me. I'm like, oh, let's hold it higher. <laughs> I would shove that shit under the seat so fucking fast. Okay. Yes. This place is covered in it. It doesn't matter. If they open up the door, we're fucked anyway. <laughs> so just shove it under the seat or whatever you can do. Kick it to your toes, okay? Anyway, pretends it's a baby. Later, Catherine Hahn's like, oh, like, I love baby. Let me hold the baby. She's been asking for, like, literally 45 minutes to hold this fucking baby. Um, Rose freaks out and tosses it into the onto the highway. And it gets immediately fucking thrashed Run by, a by a truck. truck. Yeah. And Catherine Hahn freaks the fuck out and is like, that would scare anyone, which is true. But they're saying it was a, uh, a, a it was a it was a summer project for their daughter and they all just got too into it. They were pretending it was a real baby and it was a bundle of spices. <laughs> you know how you get your oregano like that. In a tightly packed uh, saran, <laughs> yeah. And it Sealed. explodes in front of a DEA agent that is no longer working. And it's like, yeah, you should have lost your job. Yes. Yeah. You've been hanging out with these people the whole time, and you've mm. not picked on anything. <laughs> not on any of the suspicious behavior. Not that it's hey, weird. what was your vacation like? Oh, we just flew down to Mexico, picked up an RV, and drove it back across the border. By the way, none of our IDs match, because we certainly wouldn't have had time to do that. Uh, and we don't get any of our stories straight. Uh, we're super... We also don't want you in our RV. Super fucking suspicious. Yeah. Yeah. I would at least think they were going to wear my skin. Yeah. At minimum. I wouldn't be hitching hitching them up to my rig. Although, at the same time, you're like, I'm off the clock. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh, 
I do <laughs> I do kind of like that take. <laughs> I'm just like, eh. listen, man. I if anybody out. <laughs> if anybody knows that the war on drugs is futile, it's probably a DEA agent. You know what I mean? They're like, it happens all the time. Um, everyone has weed. <laughs> It, what the fu- am I going to ruin my family vacation where I might get my rocks off with another hot couple? Yeah. Just so I can like rat some nah. The stakes do seem really high for weed. Especially cuz we're watching this like in 2023 as Canadians. Yeah. We're like, "Ooh." Like every time they start mentioning prices, he's like, "I'm going to pay you half a million dollars." I'm like, "How how much weed is in there? Like <laughs> half, a, half a mil. I don't know if you know what weed goes for, but damn. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, but I don't I know if that pricing's right. I also don't know what the storage capacity of an RV is. So um, this is just a Venn diagram of things I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm like, that sounds about right. I don't know. <laughs> no, it seemed like too much of a payment for that. I don't know. Like I Maybe I'm think wrong. of everything's in like four liter bags of milk. I'm like, I mean, maybe volume it's a thing. Is a thing I, volume is a thing I can't fucking estimate for the life of me. Well, that's true. Plus, it's probably it's really Weight and yeah. all the rest. Um, if yeah. I yeah, I forget whose joke it is. It's it's a uh, Toronto comedian, and this isn't the whole joke, but their premise is just like I can't believe they legalized weed in Canada and nothing happened. <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just as fine. Yeah, <laughs> nothing happened except for like every corner has a weed shop now. Yeah, it's just like the storefronts it's, are different, but that we are all the same. And if and if it wasn't a weed shop, it was a bubble tea place before yeah. that. Or a shoppers. It's, it's, yeah, it's there's been waves, right? Yeah. It was bubble tea. It was uh, Starbucks. It was you know some I don't, what was the fad before that? Oh, vape shops. Like it was. Weed stores and then it was va- or vape shops before mm-hmm. that. Bubble tea, it, it all just goes back. We'll settle on something in a bit. We'll be back to cafes and bars before you know it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Toronto doesn't have enough of those. <laughs> <laughs> We're out here just looking for a pint. It's nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I used to live in a dry or a neighborhood that was dry up until uh, two thousand and seven or two thousand three or something. Like, what do you mean? Yeah, like St. Clair and Bathurst up uh, in Toronto. Um, it was a dry part of the city up until like the mid-2000s, which is why like I, I would try and go out to a bar there and there'd be like no, you know, like the old local, like the place that's been there yeah. forever. So that's like a good old mm. standard. And there wasn't that there. There was just like this new shitty bar that didn't have matching chairs. Like, you know, like that kind yeah. of place. And I was like, why is this? And it was like, because it was like a dry area of town for like the longest time where they, oh wouldn't, they wouldn't issue liquor licenses there. I have never heard of this. Yeah. So it's like all the bars around there were shit. Like you could go down the street a bit and there was like mm-hmm. good old, you know, bars that had been there for th- since like the 80s or like the 90s or whatever, you know, like old established businesses. And you could get a drink and like good food and all the rest. But like within that specific area, it was like nothing. And I don't know why that was. Maybe because Ern- Ernest Hemingway used to live in that neighborhood. But Wow. Yeah. Hot damn, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm blowing your mind right yeah, now. A little bit of Toronto history. A little bit of Toronto history. Yeah. I don't know why it gave me a little slow. Oh, yeah, it's been weird. I... Yeah, I, I I don't know if I have anything else on these uh, on these peoples. There. Oh, we should talk. Maybe talk about the ball bite. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> First of all, I love that he's like he doesn't need to go to the hospital. I don't know if I believe this reaction from any man. <laughs> oh no, because I, I feel like, like I would believe that reaction from a woman and a ball. Because we, I don't see think it. we have the same sympathy with the, the balls' sympathies. You know oh. what I mean? Like, I'm not saying I wouldn't take that kid to the hospital. Absolutely, I would. But I'm saying, from man to man, I don't think I. Every man I've ever seen, when they see somebody else get kicked in the balls, they cringe. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. There seems to be some camaraderie or ball sympathy between men. <laughs> Yes, I, he's going. Uh, if it's me driving, he's going to that hospital. <laughs> so. Oh yeah. Am I sticking around for him to get better no. when I got that much money on the line? No. Abandon. Abandon. I'm gone. Him. The drug dealer. There is a threat to him and his life because, like, the guys, the drug dealers after him. Mm-hmm. 
But the drug dealer is also after the RV. Yeah. You know, I think you're fine. Yeah, I don't think this guy really cares. I think hanging around with the RV and the rest of the people is more dangerous to everybody than it is to leave him at the hospital and go. Especially if it's a couple hours and you're a couple hours out. Yeah. They're like, oh, he's not going to be out. I would leave everybody else. I'd be like, okay, listen, here's a crisp hundred dollar bill. Go get yourself some food or something. I will be back. (laughs) In a car that they don't know about and isn't loaded with drugs. Mm. See you later. Bye. You're not leaving him on his own. You're not leaving him in the middle of the desert. Mm. You're not. It's like it is not cruel to leave somebody at a hospital. No, I would, yeah. <laughs> if there is a place in the world designed to take care of you, it is a hospital. You yeah. you don't even have to drink to get hydrated at a hospital. They can put it right in your arms. So true. <laughs> and at Vegas, and in Vegas. And in Vegas, I saw that. Yeah, I was like, whew, all right. <laughs> Little vitamin B12 right to the veins. Oh you my know, God, I when that. I went to Vegas, there I met a uh, an EMT and he had his own. <laughs> he was ah. like, yeah, you know, if you need a hookup, you can come to my room, I'll put an IV in you. And I was like, it's going to be a pass for me. <laughs> it's just, yeah. It's just going to be a pass for me. I had like literally, although one morning I was so hungover, I almost considered it. I sat in a Vegas hotel bathtub with the water just kind of slowly running out over my body. <laughs> I had no plug in. I was and just sitting like, there. We need an IV the water's right just falling. <laughs> I'm like, we, uh, I'm never gonna survive. I could, I could use a little inter, uh, intervenous intervention, I guess. Intervenous <laughs> intervention. I tried, I tried to start saying one word, and then I couldn't <laughs> help but say both. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. Leave them at a hospital. Yes. Leave them at a carnival. Doesn't fucking matter. Do your delivery. Get the job done. What, okay. What is your opinion on um, the DEA agent letting David and everybody go? Um. Well, because I think it's... Because, uh, like, one, clearly he cut a deal with them. He didn't really let them go. He That's was true, because like, he does get his boss. Yeah, he's like, turn in your boss. You do want that fine. orca money. You don't want yeah, this guy yeah, yeah, necessarily. Yeah. I understand that. Um, I don't know. I don't care. Like, I don't think drugs... Sh- like, I don't, I don't care! No, like, it's like, I, like at a certain point, it's like... I love that. You're like, yeah. I, I just, well, it's like, it's... it's no, it's a very like, real opinion. It's like, like muddy territory, right? Because it's like, one, I don't think, like, weed should be illegal, uh, but also should bringing an RV of weed across the border for drug cartels... I mean, that's not super innocent. People yeah. are getting shot. Um, but, like, also, you know, your your boss is kind of shit and getting people killed. I don't know. I don't know. It's Nick Offerman, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. He's like, listen, we've shared a sexual moment. <laughs> and that's all I need. Yeah, what's your opinion on it? Uh, I think... I think, uh, first of all, I think the two kids should be able to go for sure. Cause yeah, it's like, there's like, no way you didn't, you know what I mean? You didn't know what you were signing up for or whatever. The plausible deniability of not being paid for this. Uh, Kenny mm. has that, right? It's like, I don't know what we're doing. I'm not getting paid for this. Yeah. I was going on a trip. Yeah. Um, I would also even say arguably, um, Rose, I would let her go maybe too, but David, you gotta, nah, you gotta bite the bullet, buddy. Well, yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do your time. Cut a deal. Where you go. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Interesting villains in this one. Yeah. I think, I feel like you guys just got us to watch it because you knew it was fucked. <laughs> You're like, listen, this movie's kind of fucked and I want you guys to talk about it. Yeah. Which, yes, of course you should feel <laughs> that way. Well, you should always feel that way and this is what we should always do. <laughs> of course. Um, got anything else on this one, Craig? No, I think I were ready for our uh, scales of how good we think the villain are. <laughs> okay. What's your scale? Uh, so I've got the uh, places you could leave me for five hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> yes. Yes. Perfect. Uh, Perfection. So in the desert? No, that's bad news, man. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm fucking dying. Come on, have a heart here. Mm. All the way up to my home. <laughs> Don't. Oh. Don't even think about it. Just drive, like, thank yeah. you for driving me home. Okay. Thank you. Wonderful. Door-to-door service. Fantastic. I'm going to give David, Jason Sudeikis' character, I'm going to give him a, a, a carnival. 
Because, yeah, he's a little bit wacky, but uh, pretty fun and harmless, you know? Okay, great. I'm actually ranking everyone in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, penis, who wrote it? So uh. I've got uh, the... Um, I don't even know how to describe this without sounding disgusting. I'm just going to start my scale and you'll get it. Okay. <laughs> um, so I'm going to say uh, from watching a movie sex scene with your family um, all the way up to uh, your aunt kissing you right on the lips, I am going to give everyone in this movie seeing your parents fully have sex. These Everybody's bad. Every This is the worst. This is the worst. We hate it. We hate it. It's bad. Everybody's bad. I don't like it. <laughs> bad mojo. Bad, bad mojo. mojo. No, yeah, I don't yeah. like it. Uh, and guys, before we get to our heroes and villains of the week, as always, there's a couple of ways you can help out the podcast. If you would like to follow us, you can follow us at VWR Podcast on Twitter. You can follow us at Villain Was Right on Facebook and Villain Was Right at gmail.com. If you want to email us your suggestions, comments, feelings. Are you having feelings? Send us your feelings. I don't yeah. know. Why not? <laughs> and if you have a couple of bucks. Yeah, you can uh, support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash the villain was right. Uh, if you don't know what Patreon is, it is a monthly subscription service where you get benefits for supporting the artists that you like and hopefully... We're the artists that you like. Uh, <laughs> here's hoping. Um, and in return, yeah, you get great benefits. So as we said, this is an audience choice episode. Every month, our patrons on Patreon, our henchies as we call them, vote on what movie they want us to cover. And it's usually uh, audience suggestions. Then they pick which audience suggestion we're going to do. So, so if you want your say in what we're doing, did you hate this episode? Did you wish we were talking about something other than <laughs> We Are the Miller? Uh, well, say, it probably wouldn't have made a difference in this one because it was overwhelming. <laughs> but you can have your say at that at patreon.com slash the villain was right. You also get uh, at our top tier, you also get two bonus episodes every month. I do. I make a pick. Rebecca makes a pick where maybe the villains weren't all that right. Anyway, if you got a couple bucks to throw us, uh, check that out. And uh, if not, just thank you so much for listening. Thank you for telling your friends about it. And now it is time for our heroes and villains of the week. What do you got, Rebecca? I've got a hero. It's, uh, it's just a light one. It's uh, I, I don't know if you guys have been watching this. I am absolutely fucking obsessed with this show, Poker Face. Ooh, I'm yes. obsessed with it. I love it so much because I got to tell you, to me, it feels like more refined... Veronica Mars. I just it. I love Veronica Mars. I've been. I, I even got me to start rewatching it because I'm like I just love watching sassy badass women solve crimes. Okay, that's all I want to do. It's all I want to watch. Give me one thousand more seasons of this. Put it right in my veins. Okay, if you have not seen this, I like ten out of ten. High recommend. Yeah, like absolutely my favorite thing that I've been watching so far. I can't wait till it's out every week. It is my favorite. It has filled my yellow jacket hole in my heart. And that is also coming out later this month. And I'm very excited for that. So that's just a side note. If you haven't watched Yellow Jackets, that's also a really good one, too. Anyway, that's it for me. Yeah, Natasha Leone's great in it. Oh, um, if you don't have a crush on Natasha Leone, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing. I think she's one of the hottest women of she, all time. Oh, she I just love owns her. She, oh, yeah. Who she pour, is. And pour like, it all over yeah, me. Yeah. Pour it all over me. Just that raspy, oh, don't the, give a shit voice. Oh, love it. The cast lists have been insane on every episode. If you guys haven't watched it, like 10 out of 10. Yeah, I the love one it. with the, uh, the two older hippies. Great episode. Great no, episode. I, honestly, I think every episode is a great episode, but you're right. That one is yeah, like. Yeah, that one stood out to me, but it was. That great. one had, because some of them you feel, once you feel like you have the formula figured out, they change the formula. Yeah. It's really good. I yeah. really like it. I, well, plus it's very like. Nice out, glass oniony, where it's like that that reverse. I don't know. Anyway, I love it. Yeah, watch it. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not who done it. It's a how you solve it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love it. Yeah, oh. high recommend from both of us. Actually, Fuck. there you go. So good. Um, so I've got a uh, I've got a villain this week, and it is me. I am the villain. <laughs> Those I are am, my favorite. By I the way, I am Craig. definitely <laughs> the bad guy in this story. I love when you're the bad guy. Um, so uh, if you weren't aware, so uh, a couple weeks ago I was uh, performing up in Ottawa. Uh, for two weeks, actually, a couple listeners from the uh, the podcast came out and uh, saw me and said hi. So uh, thank you to everyone who listens who came out to see me. Um, but basically, I was doing uh, I was emceeing for a week, and then I stuck around uh, the next week, and I headlined the same club. So I was gone for two weeks. So I was emceeing this show, and um, 
Saturday early show, so it's like, and for some reason, I'm about to go up, and the opening act hasn't shown up yet, right? So, like, the person doing, like, 10 minutes at the mm -hmm. top of the show. So, like, I'm a little on edge because I'm like, oh, I got to, like, recalculate all the time in the show, and, like, we got I'm going to introduce the middle act and then all the rest. So it's like I'm a bit in my head, a bit on edge. And uh, I go up on stage, and I'm emceeing, and I'm doing my bit, and uh, getting the show kicked off, and... Um, Oh, there's this table chatting over to the side and I turn to them and I say uh, hey guys what's going on over here what are we talking about and they just stare at me with like silence and then they're like who are you talking to and I was like whoever is talking <laughs> yeah. and they're like oh and they're just like they're just silent I'm like I don't care who it is just shut the fuck up and okay, yeah. here's the thing that's a little aggressive for the first heckle. Like, there's there's an artistry to that. You know it. That's fine. Um, anyway. That's not a big deal. It's not, it's not a big that's deal. That's not a that's, big... That's, just shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's like, oh, you left your wrench in someone's engine bay kind Although of Although I will say, for whatever reason, Craig, every time you swear, it People feels... People take it. So, so much Harsh. more impactful Keep, than like if I told somebody to shut the fuck up, I don't even think it would, they no. would even notice. So here's the thing. <laughs> so here's what happened. So I go like, so there's even like a little applause. Like they, like the audience just goes like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They All right. Well, then, yeah, yeah, then yeah. you're right. So then you're right. Don't show, worry. show ends, like goes fine, whatever. And then uh, there's two, two levels to this, this com the comedy club upstairs. And there's like the bar downstairs where like people get tickets mm -hmm. and things like that. So I go down to the bar after the show and I'm just like hanging out at the bar and I go down and there is a woman sitting in the corner of the bar, just weeping, just like, like to the point, like where you look at it and you go, oh, she got uh, like a, your father has died text during the show. Like that level of tragedy has befallen you when you're out in a public space. And so I just kind of like go up to the bartender and I'm like, no, like what's, what the fuck's going on over there? And the bartender's just like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm just, I'm just trying not to be a part of that right now. I'm just kind of letting them do whatever they need to do. Not going to ask too many questions. Um, and then I, they like, they leave or whatever. Like the friends are like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. They're like surrounding, like around her. And they're like, we'll just go, we'll just go, we'll just go. And they're like, they go. So talking to the wait staff afterwards, here is what went on. Oh no. I told them to shut the fuck up. And that woman started having a panic attack. And Oh dang. And then at some point else in the night, some other person mm -hmm. was talking in the crowd and another audience member, instead of shushing the people who were talking, shushed their table. Okay. And this woman started crying. <laughs> So I don't know <laughs> if that makes you the villain, man. I don't know. Uh, so there's, a bear, there's apparently some wine drunk involved in there, too. I was going to say, I'm like, but that sounds like, like somebody got I a made little a, I made up. a woman cry at a comedy show. Craig Faye, fucking edgelord, edgelord. doesn't care about your feelings. Here I am <laughs> up on stage making single women cry in the audience. Uh, 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 so that's me. I'm the I'm the villain of the week. I made a woman cry wow. at a comedy show. Yeah, I I have made so not so many people, but I've made let's say a handful of people cry. Yeah, it's not the reaction you want as a Canadian. No, but also uh, I don't think I've ever said anything that soft to somebody. <laughs> like every time somebody's cried, they absolutely should have been crying. Like. <laughs> It's like, I'd cry too. <laughs> I'd it's fucking a, cry too if I said this to, to me. me. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I can't. Just look them dead in the eye and be like, you will never know if anybody actually loves you or they're just lying to you because they're I, afraid of being alone. I like that to me would destroy yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's it. I'm the villain of the week. Uh, yeah. yeah. And that's it for I us this it. week. Uh, Rebecca, where can people get in touch with you? As always, you can follow me at Rebecca Reads on any platform of your choosing. Yeah, you can follow me at Craig Faye Comedy on Facebook, Twitter, CraigFay.com for show dates. And uh, that's it for us this week on the podcast. Uh, tune in next week uh, where we're going to have another fantastic episode that we have for sure already thought about and know what movie we, it's already in the bank. Don't even worry for about sure. it. We know what it is. <laughs> and until then, this is The Villain Was Right reminding you, uh, drop us off wherever you want, man. <laughs> The Villain Was Right is produced by Andrew Ivamy as part of the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as webcomics, articles, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.